Could you be the most beautiful girl in the world? Uh, this is musical Prince, the most beautiful girl in the world. Obviously, we had to do this. I mean, um, the whole world is reeling in shock at the death of Prince. Who, from what we hear, died at the age of 57, and this happened on Thursday. All right, so before we continue with the show, let's just look at the facts, okay? Um, the facts as they stand are such that um, authorities found him unresponsive. This is in an elevator and was unable to be revived from CPR attempts. He had been battling the flu for several weeks and was hospitalized. I believe this was on the, um, the 15th of April after his plane made an emergency landing in Illinois. He was later released to uh, recover at home before his hospitalization. He had postponed two shows he was scheduled to play in Atlanta as part of his piano and a microphone tour. So that's as far as we know for now. Obviously, internet being internet, there's all kinds of uh, rumors that are milling around. Everybody's talking about uh, what they think might have happened to him. But that's what's happening right now. I think one of the most captivating thing for me that I came across was a comment that was made by yet another legendary musician, Eric Clapton, who has at some point been interviewed. Now, this is somebody who's very revered in the music business. You know, he's royalty uh, in general as an, as, as, as an artist, you know, somebody who a lot of artists look up to and respect. So he was interviewed and he said that as a matter of fact, he was asked uh, how it felt to be um, good at what he does in terms of being one of the best guitar players. And he literally came out and said, look, I don't know how it feels. Why don't you ask Prince? So I think that really captures the kind of artist that Prince was. Hence, um, the kind of tribute that we're seeing uh, on the internet and just everywhere is fitting for the kind of artist that he was. May his soul rest in peace. Ladies love. Oh, yeah, baby. All right, welcome to O'Neill on Cliff Central. My name is O'Neill. Uh, Gina will be joining me shortly. We have yet another awesome show. We also have a Donald one hour special happening the last hour of the show. One of the baddest uh, ballads of all time. This is Prince and the Revolution. Purple Rain is the name of the song. Do you have any memories of the song? 
Yeah. You do? A, a whole lot of it. Hey. Uh-huh. This were some of the musicians that I, I really respected. Okay. Uh, in, in the U.S. And I've, I mean, he's only seven years older than I am. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. I've, I've like spent my whole life, you know, listening and admiring his music. You I know? mean, the man played 27 instruments. Like, who does that? Some of the instruments, we don't even know their names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's how special he was. I mean, it's such a, a loss to have lost a great legend like, like Prince, you know. Anyway. I mean, after Michael Jackson, you know. Yeah. And now it's Prince and, and, and I there, feel there was obviously the rivalry uh back in the yeah, 90s in the days, at yes, some point. Absolutely, yeah. Um yeah. comparisons were drawn between the two of them yes, and But uh, I, I thought everyone was unique in their own way. No, certainly, certainly. Yeah, yeah. And if you think about it now in Rus- I mean I think about it in hindsight and I realize in a way it was actually foolish to try and compare the two of them. No, of course. If you look at how different what they do is yes. or was. Like yes, yes. In terms of the music, the style, and everything, it's just worlds apart. Yeah, no, they are totally far apart from each other. I, I mean, I, I think uh, with 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 Prince that he can play so many instruments. Yeah. Michael couldn't do that. I mean, Certainly. he could play. Yeah, I know a, a number of instruments. Yes. yes, yes. But he was never into instrument. He was more a vocalist. Yeah. But if you look at his days with um, the Jackson Five when he grew up, yes. They were into instruments, uh, but once he went into pop music and went solo, he just left the rest to you know the band members to do that. Certainly. So yeah, but Prince he died playing his instruments, you know. And he was in the middle of a tour. He was putting together a tour. I believe he had already performed in Atlanta. Yes. He yes, was going to carry yes. on with the tour. And yeah. 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 Just said to have lost him, you know. Very while he sad. Was still playing very sad. I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, you can tell from just the kind of tributes that are coming in. I mean, from the likes of um, Elton John referring to him as possibly one of the best performers he's ever witnessed in his life. I mean, no, sure Elton John, was. to say that, that uh, says a lot about Prince. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the show once again. Um, the gentleman I've been talking to, his name is Gabriel. Um, so, what do I call you? Are you a saxophone player? Is there a title to it? Is there a fancy title to it? Well, I... Yes, I am a saxophonist, but okay. I I think just like Prince, I play a whole lot of instruments, okay. you know. And saxophone, well, uh, I've been playing saxophone for the last 22 years now. 22 years? Yeah, uh, on a full time. But before then, I was into guitar and bass and drums. And and what does it take to, for one to become a, a saxophonist? I mean, you played other instruments and you still play other instruments. Yes. But for for us to now refer to you as a saxophonist, yes. What does it take for for that to happen? Well, I think the first most important is to have a will. You know, where there's a will, there's always a way. Uh, initially, when I like I said, I started as a guitarist. But then I had uh, this legend that used to live in Alexandra. Uh, his name was uh, Ndemi Piliso. He was the late leader of the African Jazz Pioneers. I don't know if you know of that band. Uh, we had a music school in Alex called Alexander Arts Center. 
and when I met him then uh, like I said I was into you know uh, very rhythmic instruments mm-hmm. but then he suggested that you know I try saxophone as there weren't many young people you know going into to study saxophone and 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 I said you know but the problem is I don't have my personal instrument especially saxophone he said no I'll provide one and but because music instruments are almost alike you know uh, if you can play a major scale on piano you should also learn to play a major scale on your saxophone that's where you start once you can be able to figure out the board you know how to position your fingers yeah. on the board and 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 play long notes because that's where you initially start you have to play long notes you know do then maybe uh, something like two beats you yeah. know that you familiarize yourself because when you start it, it it's it sort of tickles you know your lips okay because it's it's not something you are used to but once you keep blowing you get used to it you adjust then you start playing you know but yeah initially like i said you have to start with learning your scales uh, and then you know being showed around the board how to figure out the notes does having um a great voice help in uh being able to play a a saxophone no, not really. It's got nothing to do with that. Ah, uh, totally. It's got totally nothing. I mean, I, I, I have known so many great musicians, vocalists particularly, yeah. that could sing very well, but cannot play saxophone. So what's the science behind it? What is it? Is it, um, do you use your diaphragm to blow? What is it? What is definitely, it? Definitely, uh, uh, definitely. You when you blow the saxophone, it's 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 unlike weightlifting where you use yeah. your chest, you know, to store. Uh, uh, with saxophone, you use your diaphragm. The same applies to trumpet yes. and trombone. Uh, woodwind and brass instruments. It requires that you build a very good diaphragm, okay. be able to store enough, you know, air, and be able to blow. Yeah. But while blowing, you're also inhaling, you know, mm-hmm. in between, because. Um, you can play a long notes that last, let's say, 12 beats. But before the 12 beat ends, you must have been able to suck in more so that you can continue to be able to play the next other notes. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's initially when I started, it wasn't, I didn't move straight to saxophone. I started with clarinet because clarinet was, was, was known to be the most difficult instrument to play. And that's what, attracted me to the clarinet because I've always wanted to 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 play a woodwind. But at least with the encouragement of Ndemi, I I tried the saxophone one day, but it didn't sound right. Then I said, no, I would rather prefer to start with clarinet. Yeah. And he said to me, you know what, I could hardly play clarinet myself because it's quite difficult to play. Then I said, then if it's difficult, that's what I want to try. Nice. Now, is there anyone uh, who comes to mind um, who inspired you to um, play uh, saxophone? Yeah, well, a number of, 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 of South African giants that I came across with, uh, with the late Zeg Singosi. Uh, the late, um, he was a, a father to um, one musicians they used to call him... Um, 
his name slips my mind. But he, Zeke Sinkosi is like the father figure of, of Township Jazz. Mm. And they learned as well. They went to, they all studied at, at Roman Catholic School in Alex. And that's where they started, you know, theory of music, how to read and write music. Uh, but uh, Zeke was far older than Demi. Uh, but they both had their own separate bands. And then the other guy that I came across again was um, Big Voice Jack Leroli. He played Penny Whistles. I'm sure you know the, lo- yes. the Leroli uh, yes. young brothers in Soweto that are playing Penny Whistles. Uh, the uh, Jack was a brother to their father. They were two brothers and they grew up playing penny whistles together. So, but there was something unique about Jack that I, that, that, that sort of attracted me to him was that he could play double and triple penny whistle at the same time. And, you know, he would have the one playing the melody and he would have others playing harmony at the same time. So that made me inquisitive as to, you know, wanting to figure out how he comes to be able to play. Yes, the coordination of the instruments. Then I also, you know, went to his house in Soweto in Deep Kloof. Uh, I would sleep over sometimes, you know, and, and said, Project, I really want you to help me understand to at least leave this behind. You know, you don't have, if, if you die, you don't have to take it to the grave. And I was fortunate that most of these old guys, they were always willing to impart the information, you know, and, and the skill. And, and I also made it my business from then that I would always, uh, teach up in, you know, coming artists, uh, that I come across to continue with what they did for me, you know. So I went on to open up a music school called Our Kind of Jazz Music School in Alex. And we also have a music school with some of my friends in Mabopani called Asai. Uh, that is in Mabopani Section B, just behind the police station. And we have the same ideas to impart this music to young people so that there's continuity of what we do, you know. Uh, is, is there interest among young people to Absolutely. play saxophone? Yeah, there is a whole lot. I mean, in my lifespan, I've taught plus minus 2,500 kids how to play saxophone and clarinet only. I'm not talking about guitar, bass, you know, drums and other instruments like trumpet and trombones. Just the saxophonist. There's more than 2,500 that I taught. So between um, the saxophone and all other instruments, yeah. when uh, when you're teaching someone, uh, which one is more difficult in your opinion? I'll say all instruments are the same. It's the same, basically. Yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, it's it's same. It applies to keyboard as well. You know, uh, like I said, you have to learn the scales. That's the the entry into any okay, instrument. Okay, so that's the foundation. And figure out yes, and figure out the board as well. You know, once you get the idea of how the board, how to approach the board in terms of scales and chords, then it becomes literally easy as as as, as you progress in a later stage. All right, if you just joined us, welcome to the show in studio today. I am hanging out with a a, a man who, uh, well, he plays saxophone. 
He's a saxophonist. And uh, right now we're playing a song called Alex. Alex. Yeah. I noticed most of your songs, it's the names of uh, locations. Yeah. We'll talk about yeah. that on the other side. This okay. is Gabriel. Yeah. This be what you call uh, township jazz. Absolutely. So this is um, yeah, township jazz. Just township jazz. Is, is this from an album? Yes, it's from an album uh, titled um, Zanzi Chive mm-hmm. uh, that was produced. Uh, my producer was Conrad Sikubu. I'm sure you know That's him. That's a legend. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are guys that I worked with, you know, for quite a long time. So when I recorded our album with the band, my band used to be called Quadi, meaning in, um, a gathering of musicians, you know. 
because initially I used to call it Alex Jazz Band, but when we got a recording deal, I felt let me give it, you know, an African name, a very appropriate name. So, uh, but we had to vote, you know, there were seven members, eight members of the band. So we had to vote to, to agree on a name. And then five of us agreed that Kwadi was an appropriate name. Nice. Three of them were saying, now Alex just banned, it's perfect. And, but you know, majority rules. So that's how it became Kwadi. Just. Educate us a little bit on uh, Township Jazz, yeah. its origin, where it comes from, and what inspired it. Well, like I said earlier, I said, you know, there used to be legends that are the father figures of, of Township Jazz. Uh, if you talk of a great guy like um, like Ndemi Piliso, or you'll be talking of uh, Zeke Nkosi, or you'll be talking of... Um, uh, the great pen whistler Jack Leroli. Jack was more into Quella when and Demi and 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 um, Zeke Sinkosi were into Marabi because you know there's the there's, there are names for this. So this. there are subgenres within. Yes, yes. You have Mbakanga and you have Quella and you have Marabi. Uh, Marabi is, it was a concept taken from American big band style, you know, but also using saxophones. Uh, but with Quella, you have penny whistles as the dominant leading uh, melodies in, in, in the music. And when it comes to Mbaganga, you'll have um, a rhythm instruments like you'll have a, guitar, a rhythm guitar with a lead guitar and a bass. No keyboards, and you will have one saxophone leading all the melodies. That that is Mbakanga. That's the different styles about 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 the music. But they all encompasses jazz. Mm. You know the the different you know jazz styles that we had in the country, and 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 I mean they they have um, they have uh, created bubblegum music. You know from the very same styles. Uh, you had guys like Kondris Kubu coming out, you know, embracing bubblegum and a whole lot of these uh, 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 other musicians that 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 were not able to play jazz, mm. but it was a quick way of playing. You know, like today you I have see. you have Kwaito. Yes, Kwaito uh, is also a subproduct of bubblegum. Certainly, yes, certainly, yes, yes, yes. And but but all these musical styles, the, the nicer part is that they are homemade music. And and like I said, with 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 uh, the, the the jazz categories that we have of the music, uh, I would I would today agree that quieto it's also our new jazz format. You know, of, 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 because of. it derives from exactly, exactly. From, I mean, even, jazz. even, even the late Nelson Mandela, you know, was, was, was happy to hear that it, it is music made by youth, you know, and, 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 and made in, 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 in our country. And he, I mean, there were times, you know, you'll see him dancing when the music was played, you know, that, that tells you that 
though he, I, I knew that Mandela identified with jazz, and yeah. especially when you talk of Zeke Sumkosi, he he knew the music of those guys, and there are a whole lot of other musicians that had died because the 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 foundation of this music was Sofar Town and Alexander, mm, mm. and then you had township in Eastrand like. Um, um, the one I would remember very well uh, will be Springs, and you had places like Katlehong. Um, you had a whole lot of great jazz musicians. What was the were, benefit, though? Sorry, what was the benefit, though? Um, for 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 you jazz players at the time, was it financial? Was it just the recreational? Uh, was it a way of dealing with uh, an obviously challenging period in the history of this country? I mean, the, during the struggle. Yeah. What was the benefit there for playing music? And uh, tell, talk to me about consumption as well. Was there an audience and did they pay for festivals or did they buy the music? Yes, yes, yes. They were, they were uh, I mean, this, this music has... has Though it has evolved, but there has always been clientele, people that were, you know, ready to even buy LPs because music then were on, on LPs and, 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 and 45s. Yes. And, and I mean, I also have a collection, uh, from my family that, that's, that, because it was a music that was played within my family, you know, my uncles, my, 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 um, relatives. They all had collection of jazz music. So it was easier for me to play music because I have an archive of, you know, collection of songs that I've grown up, you know, Ooh. listening. And they also had a whole lot of, you know, American jazz, you know, and even Cuban jazz. And uh, it was, yes, I, I would say consumption was there, um, but it was difficult to perform music. Uh, because you were always watching for your life, you know, as mm. you move around, you went, you had to always carry a permit wherever you, you travel. Interesting. Yes. And so you could, that, there's, there was a song that even Demi composed. It's called Sip and Fly. Mm. Meaning if you are anywhere in, in, in the city, for example, uh, if you are drinking, uh, drink, but don't relax. You know, sip and fly because if ah. if if yeah if 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 so the police <laughs> exactly uh, if the police were to pick you up, you know you'd you'd have to explain yourself, and then because people were uh, were were always having to carry you know their ID books wherever they go, and for example, if you were Montswana, you know they would be expecting you to be carrying. You know, which was a document only made for Tswana people, you know. Ah. And then if you are from Venda, you'll have to have one that, you know, comes from, from, from Venda. And, and you at last that you are not, you, you, you are not, if, if you are in Jobek, you mm. have to have some proof. A document. Yes, yeah. that you are either working, but if you are not working as a musician, I mean, they would pick you up and say, that's Lofroskap, you know. Uh, that means you are just, uh, yeah, one of those yeah. lazy people that are not looking to, to find employment. 
So that's then. I mean, uh, if they were to pick you up, sometimes you'd be lucky they'll pick you up and take you straight, not to jail, mm. but into a company and get you a job right there and then. Have you had any bad experience at any point? Well, I I have, you know, I have had my fair share of of bad experiences. Mm. Yeah, but um, I've always been one person that you know don't want to dwell much on, on the you know the bad, and 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 want to you know push the good more because, uh, like I said, it was not easy growing up, you know, mm. the, in townships, and there were times. Where, like I said, you know, I, I used to study just up the road in 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 in. There used to be a school called Johannesburg Art Foundation, and every time I will I were to go into the school, when I come out, I'll find the security police, you know, just monitoring the school. And every time they see black students, because it was the only multiracial school, you know, where you could mix. Uh, have mixed, you know, the, uh, races coming together. It was a graphic and a fine art school. So I used to come out there and find them waiting outside and, and they say, hey, come here, and, you know. And sometimes I would even have to buy my way, you know, when I have money. Mm. I'll just say, guys, you know, can I buy you a drink? And sometimes you find someone who's nice and said, ah, oh, yeah, no. Uh, give us some money. Sometimes they'll just say, no, no, man. We have to take you to the police station. And, and well, but luckily, for some mysterious res- reasons, I always found a way to come out, you know, without having to, to be locked in a cell. Because I also had police friends that I yeah. knew in different locations. Like in Hillbro, I had a couple of them that I knew in LX and most of the surrounding townships. So I'll always phone someone to say, man, I'm in trouble with the law. Can you please bail me out? I actually can't imagine you yeah. being in trouble. Yeah, I've gone through my fashion. Yeah, um, but, but, you know, some of these things, I think they make you more strong, you know. Certainly they and do. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. In the studio right now, I am with uh, Gabriel. He's a saxophonist. I'm going to ask him to just play something for us. Let's see how um, it works. Solo. Yeah, just do a solo for us. Okay. Mm, I wish I. I'm told uh, there's a process you have to go through, like you have to warm up. Yeah. Is this something that's important? Yeah, it is because sometimes you find that on most times you you are using a reed. Okay. And when the reed dries up, you know it needs moisture, Ah. so you either wet it. Or you have to blow, you know, repeatedly over some maybe 10, 20 minutes just to warm it up. Okay. But I, I, I suppose mine has been warmed up for today. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, well, the floor is yours. Okay. Gabriel is going to play for us. We also have more guests joining us uh, soon on the show. Don't move. Okay. So, I'll play you a bit of pata pata. <laughs>
Come on, boys, let's do this. On one, two, three, let's go. You listen to a
Gabriel, and this one is called uh, Petersburg. Petersburg, yeah, man. How do you come up with these titles? Well, I happened to be in Petersburg one day. I was playing with my band there. Mm-hmm. And, and I just had this melody come, you know, while we were warming up, you know, to perform. Uh, it was a wedding of a friend. And that's why I gave the song the title Petersburg because that's where I composed the melody. Mm. You know, it just literally walked in and said, play me. And and I just played a bit, uh, about two bars of the melody. And then I said to a bass player, you know, can you swing yeah, the, the, on E flat? Then he swinged, you know. Then I have no he, idea what you mean by that, by yeah, the way. So. You know, swing, it's the tempo. Okay. At which the music is played. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, let's talk about um, music now in terms of um, the albums you have. And um, are you doing this for commercial purposes? Do you have albums out in stores? Well, I have music online. Mm. Um, uh, Guadi, I had the album with a whole lot of stores. But I noticed that, you know, we weren't making enough money. And because, you know, people are copying the music, you know, they buy one CD and then they would make copies and sell them at every street corner. Mm. And you had spent thousands of rands, you know, to try and record your material and, and hope to make, you know, uh, some living and I mean this is a band you know there's a whole lot of people involved in doing this production but then I noticed that you know we weren't doing well because of you know people have have access to these computers and everybody can just make a copy of your music that's then I abandoned you know the releasing of CDs and I went online I have music at reverbnation.com and I have music at soundcloud.com. And I also have a whole lot of, you know, music and videos on YouTube as well. You do know. you have a team that helps you with the stuff you work with? No, I literally do everything by myself. You That's know. amazing. Yeah, you, you, you always have to, yeah, I, 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 I suppose catch up with, yeah. you know, the new ways of making, you know, business. So I thought, uh, I have to learn. I mean, uh, initially it was difficult, you know, yeah. I had to figure out how to <laughs> work around a computer and stuff. But, you know, yeah, eventually, yeah, I, I've managed to, yeah, and I've, I've, I've always been online for the last 10, 15 years now, you know, I've been focused more online and avoiding okay. to release CDs, yeah, to the public, yeah. Okay. So, uh, your body of work, music wise, do you have a lot of music that you haven't released? I have a whole lot. Mm. Jesus, I have. Uh, I have thousands of songs mm-hmm. that you know I have recorded, and I just you know release a few tracks, say every month. Yeah. Uh, it was only last year that I think I stayed about the whole year without releasing anything, and. Uh, because I also wanted to 
to focus a lot on the young people, you know, mm. because there has been a demand, you know, kids knocking at my house and said, you know, can you please help me? I really want to learn to play saxophone. Some will be saying, I want to play clarinet. Others, I want to play guitar, you know. So I, I felt I need to take a break, you know, from releasing music, but also give these guys some head start. Obviously, they need it, you know, to, to, because, you know, it, it, it becomes sad that you, you come across someone that knocked at your door and said, can you please help me? And then next time, because you, you weren't able to pay attention to their needs at that time. And you find that that young person is involved in yaope or drugs, you know, or is, is, is a hazard to the community yeah, when because you could have when you could have gave, you know, a head start. So, yeah. so thus I, I, I've managed to, you know, to, to divide my time between teaching and doing my music right. and, 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 and also travel with my band because uh, my band, the current band I'm working with now, it's called the African Jazz Hounds. Uh, I do a whole lot of, you know, traveling with them. Uh, but mostly, th th this is the third generation of my band. Um, they are students that I have taught. And I took them, you know, and, 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 and accepted them to play with me in the band. Also to give them exposure. Yeah. But above everything, also to, to make them realize that music is business. You, you can live from music on a day to day. But also while teaching them, but also teach them the business side of the music, you know, so that they can at least have, they can be grounded, you know, be able to, to, to face challenges nice. one day if, if, if I happen not to be around them, you know, because yeah, we all don't know where we go. Yes, I know where I come from, but I think I, I owe it to them to, to, to help them balance. Very you know, that there's the business side. Yes, we all love to play and be able to, I mean, really learn how to play the instrument. But it's also good to teach them how to make business out of what they have learned. Gabriel, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me thank you very much for taking the time to come and, you know, share your your knowledge with us yeah. and um, yourself as an artist yeah. with us. When next are you performing? Uh, I'll be having a gig in Sun City that is next week. Okay. Yeah, I've just came back from Sun City. We played there, but there seems to be a demand for the band, you know, there, because I, I suppose there's a whole lot of tourists that comes and don't even know how South African music sound like. So there has been a, a, demand. a company, you know, mm -hmm. that markets us there. Uh, I think after Sun City, we'll be going to Murula San. After Murula San, definitely we'll be in the East End Carnival City. Thank yeah. you very much, sir. Come back here again and share more with us when you have time. No, I promise I will. Thank All right. You. Gabriel, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. We've got uh, Donald who will be joining us. A full one-hour special exclusive to O'Neill on Cliff Central and Cliff Central. That's coming up uh, at the top of the hour. Stand by. Do not move. Good afternoon. You're incredible Power of love That's the reason for this circle 
Artist, superstar, platinum selling artist, Donald is here with us in the studio. This is a uh, power of love. Yeah, this is um, it's it's known as power of love, but it's actually yes. never let you go. Yeah, no, we don't care about anything else. <laughs> People sing what they what <laughs> they remember in the song, man. Yeah, yeah, man. But was this from your project or Heavy Case project? It was from my project actually. So it's my song. Uh, featuring Heavy Gear. I worked with him. He worked on the production of the song. But basically, uh, this was from the special project that I did, uh, which was a, almost like a repackage of my, my current album, Black and White. Mm-hmm. So this was the repackage called, uh, it was solely dedicated to DJs. So I was working with different popular DJs on one album, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, that's, that's where this one comes from. It's called Black and White 2.0 DJs Edition. So I had Heavy K, I had Prince KB, I had Black Motion, I had uh, uh, Euphonic, I had um, uh, Da Capo, I had, jeez man, the best of the best. Who else is there that, I'm, that I might have forgotten? You know, but basically all the best DJs that you can think of in South Africa, I worked with them on one album, um, um, to 2.0 DJs edition. So yeah, that, that song comes from there. First of all, let me just say, this is um, a, a special show in that you were literally the first, my first guest on the show oh, yeah. when I kicked off the show. Yeah. yeah. So, I remember that was in 2000 and was it 14? Uh, yeah, about two, two oh, years ago. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so this, is, this must be definitely, man. It's, so it's a special day. We've come full circle, man. We have come full circle. Yeah. And listen, you're showing no signs of stopping, man. How many yeah, awards man. have you won so far? Um, Awards, I think I'm on five. Yeah, five awards. I mean, I... I don't have that many awards compared to like, you know, your, your AKAs and Casp and your Vest, you know. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I've, I've won some of the most important awards, I guess, you know, in, in my genre and what I do as an artist and just in, in anyone's career, you know, you want to be, you want to know that at some point in your life, you were the best in your genre, you yeah. know. Listen, this is no shade or anything. It's just an observation. Yeah. Um, do you think, Awards, uh, it's becoming easier to win awards compared to say two years ago yeah, or going backwards or five years ago. Um, man, I don't know, man. I think what awards stand for is it's really changing, yeah. It's changing in such a way that it's it doesn't necessarily mean the same thing as it used to mean before. And, I, and I'll make an example for you. I think nowadays. An artist who doesn't win an award doesn't necessarily mean that they're not doing well. Yeah. You see, in the past, you know, the guys who win awards were always like, you know, the guys in the forefront and, you know, the guys who are like, 
like everyone is expecting them to kill the game or whatever. Yeah. But nowadays, some guys who are killing the game don't even get the recognition. Like there's, I see a lot more of that happening than yeah. in the past. And so it's like also artists have gone to a point where they feel like actually, you know what? Maybe it's not as important as I used to think. So it doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean, look at what 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 Casper has done, you know, with the with the with the summers. I don't know if I should yeah. say that, you know, but you know, I think him and his team felt like they they didn't want to be part of the biggest award ceremony in South Africa, and f- and and for me, that should tell you a story. You know, it's interesting. Um, funny we're talking about awards, and I was just looking at um, this uh, Prince's tribute. Yes, yes. And over his career, yeah, he's had about I think he's. Won about seven Grammys. Okay. And you look at someone like Kendrick Which Lamar. Weird. Kendrick yeah. Lamar has more Grammys mm-hmm. than Prince. Yes, sir. Um, Kanye West has got like more. 20 something yeah. than Prince. And does not make sense. It <laughs> does happen like that sometimes it's, in, it's, it's, in yeah, someone's it's, career. It's, do you think it's because now there's the voting system? And how do you feel as an artist when, you know, your work is not good enough? Yeah. It's like. You are nominated, yeah. and then you have to engage in the process of having to ask for people to vote yeah. for you. How does that make you feel as an artist? I mean, I you know there are a lot of dynamics that you know some award ceremonies kind of um, implement, and you know some things that we are not necessarily you know as excited about as artists. And I think you know for me the positive with the whole thing of getting you know the fans to vote for you. Is that that's an an opportunity for you to connect with your fans engage, once again, yeah. engage with your fans. You know, if fans they love that. They love to know that you are human being. You yeah. can you can be on their level and you can talk to them. You can, you know, they you know fans are there to support. They love to support. So knowing that you you do need their support and you are engaging with them is a, is a pretty big thing. So for me, that's a plus. Um, but I, I I just I feel like. Maybe the, the the other factor is that a lot of awards ceremonies make money out of those voting systems, you know. <laughs> of course, and, and we have we have nothing to do with that money because in South Africa you don't really make money to you know to when you win an award. I mean, it's only just recently yeah. with with the other award ceremonies yes. that just introduced. Um, I, I can say Metro here, yeah, Metro yeah, FM. Yeah. You know, um, they they did that for the first time when you win an award, you you won a hundred thousand. So. It's a totally new thing, but with all the other award ceremonies, man, there's nothing like that. So you spend money, yeah. you spend money to like market and do PR, or whatever, for votes, for an award campaign. ceremony yeah. that somebody that is, else is making money the, from you know basically have, making money to wow. have your name on the nominees list, yes. but you don't make anything out of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know it can get a little bit unfair, but Political, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's it's, it's 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 much bigger than. Than me on my yeah. own, you know what I'm saying. Um, but I know that a lot of artists um, get affected by these things. Uh, if you just joined us, I'm hanging out with Donald for a full hour, and we're just picking his brain on his career and just life in general. Yeah, and we're also catching up with on how just how he's been doing, what has been happening in his life. Uh, now, from the time you um, had your first break, yes, sir, to now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has been the biggest achievement according to you um i mean it it will be very easy for me to say when i when i got my first international award um, nomination mm-hmm. um 
with the BET, yeah. you know, which was, I mean, it's it's like for for African artists, that's like the biggest domination yeah. you can ever get. Um, but I would definitely have to say that it was actually this past week, you know, when I announced. Um, my first live DVD recording Which is happening on the 19th of August At Carnival City For me that It does not get any better than that I feel like everything that I've been through you know. But um, for me the question yeah. would be Why did it take this long? I feel like yeah. it's something that You should have done a long time yeah. ago I mean I've seen you perform on stage yeah. Your vocal range is unbelievable why, why has it taken you this long? It's taken this long because you know, I, I've always felt like, you know, I, I watch a lot of international artists, you know, um, I watch their careers. I learn quite a lot of things from them. And, and, and one of the things that I've, I, I kind of picked up from artists who make the biggest impact are the ones that one, don't rush for anything. Number one. Number two, they pace themselves very well. And when it comes to, you know, DVD recordings, they create, um, how can I put this Experiences yeah. For their fans But to create an experience And to tell a very meaty story You need time in the industry You need experience in the industry yeah. You need to have enough um, Enough enough catalog You yeah. need to have enough songs yes, you know, That people know You need to have enough number one songs And two years ago I mean I was still a baby in the industry I still didn't have enough A, a big enough story to tell mm. and, and that's the reason why I decided You know what I'm gonna at least give myself four years, and that's like two albums and and an extra um, repackaged album later. Yeah. You know, so I've got, I can tell you, this in the past four years, I've, I've released over sixty songs. Yeah. And for me, that's where you want to get. You want to get to that point for you to start doing something like a DVD. A DVD for me is not just another show; it's a storytelling opportunity. It's um, it's where you kind of take people through your journey, take people through every step that got you to where you are today. You know, I, I want to be a legend in, in in the African you know music yeah. um industry, and for you to be a legend, you, you you've got to tell your story. People need to know where you come from and and all the things that you've been through, and that's the reason why I've taken this long. Man, I think this is the perfect time because, um, from here on, I'm moving in, into the you know a totally different. You know, phase yeah. of my career. You know, I mean, it's been, I, I mean, I've been in the industry for since 2005. Yeah. But I've only, you know, been a solo artist since 2009. And that's, that's how many years now? That's eight years? That's eight years in the industry as a solo artist. So for me, there's just so much that I still have to do because I was only really known by the public since 2012. So I'm still a baby yeah. to a lot of people. No, I'm still no, very I, young. I think you've ended your stripes. Exactly. Careers nowadays they take like two years. Yeah, yeah, like and they're very yeah, quick. Like someone yeah. just gets in, does decide I want to rap, and then a year later they've got the biggest song in the country. Boom, you know. So <laughs> was that shade? <laughs> no, man. I'm just. That's just how things are. <laughs> things are. It's not shade at all. <laughs> it's it's it, the industry is fast paced now, and no, the it internet is. It is. is helping with yeah. that too. You know. Um, so, so yeah, man, this is a perfect time for me to do this. And uh, listen, the the DVD recording for me, the idea of a DVD recording is like wow, boom. You know, I watch people like Beyonce put together a tour, and it's like something from she takes the thing so serious, she doesn't yeah. sleep, she goes through sicknesses in between, like I'm going through right now. You know, to put to, you know to put together an amazing experience. That's yeah. why people like Beyonce. 
their live performances will forever stay in our minds and 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 you know and 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 you know it will always impact us in a huge way you know because and how I want, much work they put they in. put in you know and that that's that's how that's me man that's who I want to be um so people must definitely expect something explosive not like any other show they watch every single week you know okay yeah. now the one thing people don't know about well I well I'm sure most people know that but you actually sell records Yes, like, I, you, I've sold quite a quite a. You're a one few. of the most <laughs> selling dance artists in yeah. South Africa. Yes, yes, yes. And I think uh, probably the most uh, the most in terms of male artists. Yeah, I'm the only. Yeah, one. and I, I think that's something that's not talked about a lot. Why do you think yeah. that's the case? Um, I don't know, man. I think I think the hype of an artist, the hype of artists, is very different. You know, uh, we. People people focus on different things when they talk about an artist, mm. and I think I'm one of the artists. Maybe maybe, and and I could be wrong, but I think that maybe because I'm I don't have enough controversy in my life. You you won't hear many things being said on the papers. Mm. You know many controversial things being said on the papers. So I don't I don't get enough. Um, maybe I should say talkability on social yeah. media because my life is it looks like it's squeaky clean because I, I I I prefer to keep my personal life as personal and private as possible. Do you think people who yeah. are constantly in the papers want to be in papers? Some be of them. Be honest. I, some of them I do believe yes. They want to be in papers. Some of them I do believe yes. They do want their attention. So I'm not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I want the attention when I'm when I'm doing something, you know, musical, something that. Yeah. Is it then possible, given the the landscape today, is it then possible to uh, to be a talented artist and a performer yeah. uh, such as you? Yeah. And to be able to generate enough buzz with just talent alone, without necessarily relying on a bit of controversy. Mm. I mean, this is something that we're seeing uh, the world over. Controversy yeah. Yeah, does is, sell. Is, I wouldn't say sell. Okay. No, I wouldn't say sell, it the but, right, but, it, but, but it gets the right attention. And, and, and if you're smart enough, yeah. then you can turn it into money. But okay. not everyone is smart enough to turn controversy into real money. You know, Do you think Casper Invest is turning it into money? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Is that a Kes- good example of somebody who's using Who's well? definitely using his controversy for, you know, you know, to, to make a living, you yeah. know, and to sustain his career. I think I think Casper is, is very smart businessman, man. You know mm. that that's how I can explain him. So for me, I would say not necessarily. Um, you know, controversy doesn't necessarily equals to money. Yeah. Um, talent on its own doesn't necessarily equals to money. Yeah. But talent, determination, and professionalism, and everything, and all those things, it definitely does equals to money. But it might not have as much hype as. You know, as controversy, yeah. but it was definitely. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a true example of that. You know, I've you know we 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 we've really succeeded in a lot of ways in terms of selling music. Yeah, you know the numbers. I mean, I over the moon as a song on its own is is over a million digital downloads right now. Probably one of the highest you know sold songs in the past three years in this country on its own as a song. You know nice. and. You know that's just what it is. You, you, music is more for me. And by the way, it's it's all a decision. Every artist decides where they want to be placed, how they want to be positioned. And I decided that I just want my music to be what speaks for me. And 
yeah, man, the sales will come. And 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 speaking of that, it seems your career, based on the your audience mm-hmm. and the type of music you. Yeah. What's your handle? Sorry, I'm sorry. O'Neill man. Africa. I'm, I'm trying to. O'Neill Africa. O'Neill, yeah. O N E A L Africa. One word. Yes, sir. Yeah. It seems your career is predicated on um, pleasing women. Yeah. Yes. Is it something you 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 intend to do? A bit of both. Okay. A bit of both. I'll tell you. Um, because of because of the kind of music that I've listened to over the years. Yeah. Um, the kind of artists you know that I've. I've listened to over the years. It it has kind of become a big part of who I am to to sing for women. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I I've been listening to R and B music and love songs for as long as I I can remember. You know, from Luther Vandross, a bit of Michael Jackson, but moving into the nineties, yeah. Brian McKnight, Boys to Men, Usher, going into the new school, Trey songs, Chris Brown. I mean, need I say more? You know, yeah. those are all the artists that I kind of. You know, get a lot of inspiration from, and it only makes sense. I'm a crooner, man. You know, I mean, Mac- Maxwell. You know, there was there's a bit of Maxwell there somewhere in my journey, and it 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 comes very easy for me to get on stage and kind of attract women's attention. Yeah, you take off your shirt. That's why. <laughs> before I even do that, man, I do get that attention. Is that part I, of the act? Yeah, that is all part of that. That is one of the you could say. The calculated things. I mean, when I came into the industry, I was as skinny as a stick. Okay. Brother. Very skinny. I thought that I was hot and sexy at the time. But now that I look at the pictures, I look back into the pictures, I'm not so sure about it, you know. Um, but I think, you know, I then decided, you know what? In two years' time or three years' time, I need to be an attractive musician because females love attractive men. You know, okay. they love attractive artists, artists that they can look at. They, they can listen, yes, mm-hmm. listen to the message, but they can still look at and fantasize. You've got to be a fantasy if you want to be nice. a crooner. You know what I mean? So I worked on it. I went into the... Actually, today, if you look at that guy there, mm-hmm. that big guy with big muscles is my trainer. Okay. I started gymming with that guy four years ago. That so time I was still playing around, but... He basically has made me, you know, kind of I see. the man that I am today. I see, you know? I see. It's so, so yeah, man, it's, it's, it's all just in the work, the decisions you make to become who you want to be. You you have to put in the work. So I well, put in the work to, to, well, to get to Where do you point. find the inspiration to keep going? I'm sure that days when you feel like um, maybe quitting yeah. because of the challenges that you may come across. But where do you find the inspiration as Donald? Man, it's one thing I'll tell you, O'Neill, that it's not easy, number one. You know, it's not, it's not an easy task to kind of always keep level headed and keep, keep, keep focused. There are a lot of things out there in the world that are there to distract you, you know. Um, but I believe that where I come from has a lot to do with who I am today, you know, how I was raised, you know, by my, my parents. My mother is a really huge part of who I am and she reminds me every single day that I need to do good mm. um, if, if I start misbehaving I think of her like she she's like my my wake up call you know every time I start wanting to you know misbehave I think damn man if my mother found out yeah. that I was doing this I would be in trouble and I wouldn't be able to live with myself so I think a lot to do with, with how I was raised as, as, a, as a young boy and and I just I'm one of those people, man. I just don't want to be looked at 
in a in a bad way because I just don't it's feel like yeah it's very important to me what people think like generally if people think I don't want people to think I'm a jerk man you know because it doesn't send the right message so obviously I can't control people's you know opinions about yeah. me you know I'm, I'm I'm in the public eye so people are always going to think whatever they want to think but generally I want to do good every day um so that it it sends a good example also to young people you know young I mean I get a lot of Young people's appreciation and and that is probably the most fulfilling thing ever for me. You know, is when young people see that, you know, that they could actually be like me or or achieve at least something like what I've achieved. So, if so, yeah. For so for me, that is very very important. If you went doing what you're doing at the moment as yeah. an artist, yeah. what would you be doing? If I was if I was in a professional artist, I'd probably be in the soccer field, man. You know, maybe somewhere in the world now, or you know, playing the PSL. You know, that was that was a, a big part of my life too. You know, and I think, if to be honest with you, I do believe that a lot of my discipline comes from having been a soccer player and having played at the level that I played at. You know, because I went very far. Um, you know, I played you know um, development soccer for Vet University, which is a PSL team, Joma Cosmos, which is a PSL team now. You know. And I, I learned a lot about what it means to be in a team, like in a group teamwork. of people, you know, teamwork. And, and also I learned a lot about what it means to be professional, to be disciplined. Because with soccer, shit, bruh, like everything is controlled, man. Once you're with the team, you can't just do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. You're with the team, you guys, you go on camp, you know, you can't, you can't be having sex before before the game you can't do can't be drinking before the game it just does not work out with with, with being a, a sportsman you know and being an athlete has really helped me i guess to become the artist that i am today all right when we come back we continue with donald we're going to talk about some of these collaborations including uh, this one here right now special uh, one man. yeah with uh, diamond platinums
Diamonds all the way from Tanzania, Dar es Salaam. In fact, I'm told he's here. I think he's in South Africa at the moment. Yeah, he's in SA right now, just about to release a song with Mafiki Zolo. Ah, nice yeah. one. This time around, appearing uh, alongside Donald. So, whose song is this? It's yours. No, no, no. It's it's, um, it's, it's a collaboration. Okay, so yeah, does it appear? Does it appear on both um, uh, albums? Actually, it's not on any. Actually, it's on my album. Okay, it's on my album. Uh, but he released it on his side as a single too. Nice. Yeah, because um, he wasn't working on an album at the time when we were working on the song. So, um, but but we we basically did the song together. You know, we I mean all the costs to make the song and to make the video. We went fifty-fifty, so it's 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 a more of a, um, a, it's collab. a true collaboration. Yeah, it's a true collaboration. Because a lot of people get those differences wrong, you know. Yeah. A feature and a collaboration. It's not one and the same. Not thing, one right? and the same thing at all, man. It's like, you know, a feature is something that profiles is a song that profiles the one artist, and the other one is supporting them on the song. It's like it's making an appearance on okay. the song, you know. But a collaboration is a song that both artists kind of. Joint effort. Yes, the joint effort yeah. to create one song, you know. So. Ah, nice. And I believe more in collaborations. I'm not very big on features, so that's why I haven't done a lot of them. This guy is a businessman. We're coming back. <laughs> it's O'Neill Africa. Cliff Central. The Josie Urban Trail and Obstacle Run is back on the 28th of May. Challenge your friends. Challenge your family. Enter the 12 or 18 kilometer adventure or 6 kilometer fun run. Whether you want the scenic route or the adventurous route, the choice is yours. With nothing stopping you, it's go time. The Hollard Jura, brought to you by Adreach and Joburg City Parks and Zoo. Enter at josieadventure.co.za. My boss, let's do this. On one, two, Alright, so we continue our discussion. We're chilling with uh, Donald and we're just catching up with him on um, what he's been up to. Now, I've noticed you, you've started um, collaborating a lot more with uh, you know artists from the rest of the continent. Yes, yes. It's not just guys from here. Yeah. Uh, why are you doing this? I'm, I'm doing this also because um, I just feel like this is the time, you know. I've done quite a lot in, in, in my country. Um, I mean, I haven't, um, I still have to do a whole lot more in my country. Um, but um, I'm, I'm getting a lot of interest coming from other parts of the country. I mean, geez, man, I, it surprises me sometimes when I, I see someone, even here at home, who's from another country just like giving me so much appreciation when they see me, you know. It just makes me feel like, wow, man. Like it's so crazy how you we don't even know how far the music goes, you know. So um, I decided that right now was the time because I'm I'm very weary with with um, with with collaborations and who I make music with. You know, I'm very careful because you know the minute I, I put my song, I mean, my voice into something, that means I'm really I have to be kind of put my whole life and everything behind it. You know, yeah. I can't. You know, I'm not very well. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I believe that I have to be a really huge part of it, so I have to connect with it emotionally, spiritually, and otherwise. So it's not just about you know being relevant. You know, for me, relevance is 
like the least of my worries in 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 my career you know so so that's why I'm doing a whole lot more and there's some really really amazing collaborations that I've already done in the studio not out yet but are coming up and I'm really excited uh, now looking at your career up to now yeah. you know we've already talked about the fact that you do sell records it's something that's on record that you actually sell records yeah. unlike a lot of artists yeah. now is there money have you made money yeah man I mean I, I have made money even though I won't be able to tell you how much it's, it's okay or it's at okay. what range but I mean you know I I mean I'll let you do the math I've got a I've got a, a licensing deal with Universal Music Okay. And yeah, like till today, I mean, to date we have sold just over a hundred thousand physical copies from our, from the Which two is a albums. Big feats nowadays. Yeah, it's quite huge. Um, one one album went double platinum, and the other one is gold. And and we've sold close to about two million digital downloads with all the songs I've released. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't like getting into the numbers for me generally, but. Because the most important thing for me is to say that there's a lot of people who have my music. <laughs> no, you're not gonna you get know? away from me. Like <laughs> so uh, we're not gonna talk about the figure, of course. But yeah. the biggest check since you became the donor that we know, the biggest mm. check you've signed, paying for something or someone. Yo, I paid. What has I been the biggest figure? Let me see. What could be? Probably one of my music videos. Okay. Yeah, I think. I think the the. Yes, yes. The biggest check I've definitely signed paying for something would have to be for the music video that I did for the song Never Let You Go, uh, where I'm in the dunes somewhere in like uh, the desert, whatever, and I've got rain and I've got wind like killing me and all of that, that I paid quite a lot of money for that video. Um, was it, it painful was, signing that check? It's always painful to let go of money. <laughs> <laughs> it's always painful to let go of money, but... It, it's you know I don't think twice when I have to make a an investment something okay. which is really important and music videos for me are a, a huge part of what I do so I think if I remember well this video cost about two hundred thousand bro and you know a lot of people like when I when I mentioned that they don't understand like why music video for two hundred thousand, yeah, why? You know, because people, you know, I mean, in South Africa, you know, videos go for anything from like thirty thousand. Yeah, yeah. You know, most videos are shot between thirty thousand and like eighty, ninety thousand at most. You know, but my videos range between a hundred thousand and two hundred. You know, but the the reason for that is because my my videos have made me who I am, and people know me for my videos. People yeah. know my image and everything for my videos, the storylines. The, the, the drama that I create in the videos and for me there's nothing more important than that I mean some of, some of my songs were not number one songs on radio but on TV they were the most played videos you, you wonder why because the visuals if the visuals work it, it helps the song to become you know something important yeah. and uh, the biggest check you've received can't remember, man. So I won't be able to tell you. <laughs> Seriously, O'Neill, nah, man. I can't. Can't remember. I can't. So wait. So I won't be able to tell. So clearly, there are way too many of them just coming in. I, I can't. I can't really remember. This man, I can't. Eh? <laughs> I feel like you want to tell me what you're thinking. About I wish it. I could tell you. You're very but guarded, but you want to tell me. Are you gonna tell me off? Nah, I won't. I won't tell you. No, it's cool. You can tell me off. Nah. I won't <laughs> Uh, now, yeah. business-wise, away yeah. from music, we're yeah. seeing artists 
enterprising now. Um, everybody's cautious about that career because they feel like it could fizzle out at any point or yeah, the yeah. demand might not, might not always be there. Yes, yes. Um, have you considered investing outside music? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have invested out of music, okay. outside music already. I mean, I've been doing that for since I got in, you know, since, since I, I got my, my big break, you know. Okay. Um, it is important to think business when you get into the industry because it's a lot of things are not guaranteed in this in this in this mm. industry. You you know the only things that are guaranteed is that you will decide to go into studio. Will you'll have music, but yeah. whether or not that music is going to make you money is a different question altogether. You know. So I, I you know I I do have business other business interests that I don't normally talk about because I don't think it's anyone's business. Okay, yeah. makes sense. Now relationships. Yeah. Um, are they harder? For Donald, the artist, <clears throat> naturally, I think, yeah, mm. because our industry is very, very different from other industries. You know, it's very special in that you you have to try and be normal in a very abnormal environment. You know, being being popular is not normal. That's just my my way of looking at it. The fact that you are known by a whole lot more strangers does not is is a is a bit abnormal for me you know um and and it makes life slightly harder because mm-hmm. people are more interested in the you know the, the 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 ongoings of your life you know compared to how they would be interested to someone who's not popular so being popular is very tough so ultimately it does affect you having a normal relationship or a normal friendship even mm-hmm. i mean it, it goes beyond just having a relationship with a female but just having a friendship with you know your homeboy yeah. you know it's difficult to keep those to keep those going when you when you're famous because there's just a lot of things that are come that come into play man that that disturb everything you know um but it's not it's workable everything you can find a way to to make things work but it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yes, sir. We, we talked about the fact that your career is predicated on pleasing women. It's yes. something that you you are very clear about. Yes, I am. Yeah. In a scenario, imagine yourself in a scenario where in your relationship, mm-hmm. your romantic relationship, mm-hmm. I'm sure you get into fights every now and then. Mm-hmm. You know, you argue. Mm-hmm. If somebody who's listening right now wanted to understand how Donald gets himself out of a situation, out of a fight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah. your strategy out of a fight? Yeah. When like you quarrel, yeah. just like um, I, I, for me, the first thing that I that comes to mind that says this this is this is the the if you really want to get out of this, yeah, alive, yeah. And with this, with this, with some sort of sanity, first of all, calm down. Okay, that's the first thing that I think I, I need to calm down. If if I feel like I'm also just starting to rise a little yeah. bit, my voice is getting a little bit louder. So, but how do you, you know? Ca- how do you calm down? It, it's it's a mind game. You have okay. to keep. You have to practice that. It's something you won't get immediately. You have to work on it over years. Mm-hmm. That every single time they start, someone else starts raising their voice. Yeah, try not to do what they're doing. So try and, and keep yours down. So speak calmly. Um, what that does is it automatically kind of forces them to 
go down slightly a little bit. Because right now, if we start arguing about something, the minute I start saying, man, what are you talking about? Yeah. You, you, it also just kind of gets yeah. you, you're probably going to stand up too on some, what, what, man, what, what are you, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But if, but if you keep doing that and I'm, and I'm just like, yo, O'Neill, bro, can, can we talk like normal human beings or whatever? Like it, it also just, you also feel a little bit stupid that, man, yeah. why am I so yeah. there when this, this one is there? So I think for me, that is the one, one trick that I use that, works most of the times not all the time um, most of the times is let me try and calm down so that i don't look stupid because sometimes you know when you you're fighting with someone and and and, and you're just going crazy or whatever and then you're all hyped up the unfortunate thing is that when you do calm down when the fight is over and you calm down you realize but hey man i was so it was what it's so foolish like you you look <laughs> at yourself and you're just like but man I didn't like that guy. Like I didn't like myself in that situation, you know. Yeah. So I think to avoid those things, just you have to try and and work on it. And it's not. I'm not gonna lie, man. We all human beings, and yeah. we all have our problems we, with we, ourselves. We, yeah. You know? Certainly, certainly. What yeah. is love? Love is happiness for me. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's. That's that's the easiest way I can explain love, you know, mm. in one word, happiness. Um, and to go a bit more into detail, I just I don't understand the concept of saying you're in love with someone or you are in a love relationship with someone, but you're not happy. That concept is just it's. I'm sorry, man. Like you know, people say, yeah, you know, it's uh, love is not everything. I mean, they, you know, people say in a relationship, love is not everything, whatever. You gotta stick it out or whatever. I mean, I do, I do get that. I that there's there's always going to be humps. Yeah. In any relationship, you you've gotta find ways to work things through. But I just feel like the minute you know for a fact that you're not happy, mm. it's probably not worth you staying in it. You know what I mean? So happiness is, is everything for me. Happiness is. You know, when I when I do engage in a relationship, the one thing that I I would I would always kind of stress with my partner is, can we find our happy place? Let's work on finding our happy place, man. If if we're losing it a little bit, let's let's come back, regroup, mm. find a way to find our happy place because that that's the thing. That's why people have depression, man. People people are unhappy. People are diagnosed with depression. They have to take pills every day. Is because they don't concentrate on being happy. You know, and, and I just feel like some people get satisfaction from confrontation, you know, and, and, and it's unhealthy for me. You know? And I love health and happiness are two of the most important things to me. And that's why I gym and I try and eat right and I try and keep positive vibes around. When was the last time you punched someone? Punch someone? Yo. I think I got in a, into a fight with my trainer not long ago. Hey, Nelo. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm looking at that guy's size. How is that even possible? <laughs> nah, well, I mean, he's, you know, he's the master. He's taught me I'm strong now, so I can take him on. But I'm, I'm kidding, man. Um, punch someone, I don't know. I was probably like nine years old, man. I don't fight. I don't, I don't do stuff like that. I think, I think fighting really takes the dignity out of a man. You know, and we don't, we don't know that as men, as, as men, we, we believe that being, being hardcore and, you know, beating people around is, that makes is what makes man. you a man. I'm so, I'm sorry, but I have a totally different definition of, of being a man and, and fighting is definitely not one of them. I'm still chilling with Donald. If you just joined us, we're going to talk about the DVD, which you were shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, which I'm 
going to shoot. Oh, you're going to shoot. Yeah, yeah, you I've, haven't I've just, started yet. Yeah, I've just, I've just announced it and gone to say. Okay, sadly, I wasn't able to attend the, the press conference. Yeah, the press conference yeah. where you, you made the announcement. You yeah. want to just um, tell us what happened there? Yeah, man. Um, the, the Red Mic Experience. That's what it's called, a red mic experience. As you know, I'm, I'm known for what my red microphone. Um, and, you know, because I am actually the only one that has the... Well, not the only one now, but I was the first one to that was to, to have a, speci- a special microphone with a different color from the norm, you know? Okay. Um, so I've, it's, bec- it's kind of taken a life on, of its own, the microphone. So I decided to kind of dedicate a, a part of my career um, to the red microphone so we 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 starting the red micro sorry the red mic experience mm. um journey that we call it the rmx rmx era you know I see. um and that's what the dvd is called it's called the red mic experience and we announced it on wednesday um to the media uh, we, we went on sale to the media compute ticket it, it's happening on the 19th of august at carnival city big top arena um, and yeah, many people will get to see me on stage for two hours, man. How many people are you looking at? Um, um it's about four thousand people. Okay. Kind of a city, big so you want to feel? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we've, we're filling that up, and you know, we've got two, some of the biggest artists in in this country supporting me. And I don't like uh, calling them opening acts because yeah. they 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 could do that venue themselves if they wanted to, you know. Yeah. But they're supporting me because you know, there there is that sense of unity in this country right now in the music industry. You know, um, so yeah, I've got Ricky Rick coming in, um, to do a set, and I've got Boosie So coming in to do a set too, man. So it's, it's a star started affair. Um, you know, I've got Somizi, one of the, mo- the biggest brands in South Africa right now, who is, um, going to Krog after the show, number one, and, and, and he's the creative director of the show too. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. So it's, it's a movie. As I said to you, you know, this is not going to be another show that people have seen me do before. Yeah. You know, um, and also I've got, uh, Paledi Sikhapo of Pals Home, one of the biggest designers in this country who's been dressing me from, like, from the, from day one, basically. You know, he's made me a fashion icon in this country. He's also going to be, um, you know, kind of like, I would say showcasing on the night because everything that we're going to be wearing on the night is going to be made by him. So, man, it's a huge affair. 19 August 2016, Carnival City, Big Top Arena. It's going crazy. The tickets range between 150 and 350. So, it's quite affordable. It's for everyone, you know. The most expensive ticket is 350. The most cheapest is 150. Everyone is welcome to go to Compu Ticket right now. And, and, and cop themselves a, a ticket and it's going to be a big night the logistics of putting something like this together I mean you did mention that it's a it's a live DVD that yeah. you're shooting yes yes uh, t- take me through that process the logistics of just the pre-work like mm-hmm. what we've been working on since January this year because mm-hmm. we started basically working on this thing I mean for us to get to the press conference in April there's a lot of work that's been happening since January and it's too much work man it's too mm-hmm. much work and I mean I when I went into it, I, 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 I don't necessarily have a lot of experience in putting together a show of this magnitude. But yeah, man, we, we took the challenge. My company is actually doing the show, by the way, uh, D-Exclusive Sounds, which is a company that I own. And, you know, I've got a team of amazing creatives, man, people who work really, really hard. You know, I'm working with Ogela Communications of, of, on public relations, you know. And yeah, I mean, we're just doing big things. Um, and it's, it's, it's a lot of work to put something together like this. You, you've, you've really gotta be bold to, 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 to take something like this, start from nothing and make it a thing. You know what I mean? Mm. So 
yeah man there's a lot of work that that comes into it all right uh when we come back uh we prepare ourselves to wrap up here's uh a song that you did with the phonic Yes, that it's, is my It's a new single, right? It's a new single, man Making a lot of waves in the country right now Beautiful, soulful house music song It's called Runaway Love With my man, Euphonic Alright, so we're coming back Hanging out with Donald And Euphonic is never late for his gigs Just please hurry up This is a song about The girl that tried to run away Dreading making this apology, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> no, this apology is because um, my listener was expecting Donald to sing. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Uh, but I think this worked out even better. I mean, we, we we're catching up. I mean, we we seldom hear from you, Donald. Yeah, man. Yeah, because yeah. you keep a, a low profile. Yes, sir. What do you do when you're not making music? Um, you know, I gym a lot. Gym every day, man. Um, I go to movies, you know, you know, with 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 some of my friends or um, with family. Do you cook? Um, yeah, I cook, but like, hey, it takes a very special somebody to make me cook. Okay. You know, so I haven't cooked in a while because I don't have the special somebody. But like, 
I, 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 I have fun, man. But I, I love to be in a confined space. So I love to be with my family. I love to be with my friends. Um, and just, you know, go do, you know, stupid stuff. You know, what a lot of people don't know about me is that I'm, I'm very silly, man. You know, I've okay. got friends and we make crazy jokes. I'm just, that's a person I am. I love yeah. comedy. So I'm a really huge fan of South African comedy. Actually, a lot of comedians are my friends. A lot uh, of very famous comedians like your Skumbas, your David Cao, you know, all those guys, you know, your Donovan Goliath, you know, they're, they're all my friends. And Pop Pops, these are some of the biggest comedians we have. They're all my boys. They give me tickets, front, front row seats so every single comedy. time. I enjoy comedy a lot because that's how I am. You know, I, I love to laugh. So, so I would say that's maybe that what a lot of people might not know about me, man. You know, but I'm, I love to live a very simple life. I'm not, I'm not very big on, you know, um, ex- over what's the word like, flamboyant stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. Now, I hate having to ask questions yeah. like your know, last words, and stuff like that. What is your philosophy in life? My philosophy in life is, you know, with, with, with love. With um, dedication, hard work, and most importantly, respect, you can be whoever you want to be in life. And you know, with those four very important um, characteristics, I don't, I don't see how you can fail in anything you want to do, man. Because right now, you know, life is is so worth living. There's so much out there. Mm. That can make you happy as a person And if you have those four characteristics You can't go wrong Love, dedication, hard work And most importantly Respect If you respect other people you, 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 It will be easier in, you know, to, to kind of take on this monster called life so, Are you, yeah. you going to get married? Um, I think marriage is very important For any man So yeah man It looks like that, that might just be Okay. It's very important, but I don't know when though. You know, I mean, I have to first. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I have to first, you know, find that one special person. You know, you know what the thing with me, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lover, man. You know, I, I'm like that crazy, like fantasy love okay. type type guy. You know, I want me and my partner to be number one friends. Okay. To be everything to each other. You know. Um, Is there I, any I, regrets as to? With regards to the one that got away, I mean, yeah, there's always that one. Yeah, that got away. yeah. Do you have any regrets about <sighs> things mm. that you could have done? I do think about things that I could have done better. Yeah. I do think about that, and I, but but because I know for a fact that it does not help to dwell on the past and what you could have, could have, should have. Yeah. So I don't pay attention to that. Instead, I, I, I believe that everything happens for a reason. You know, you do become a better person tomorrow because of what you did today, um, and if, even because of the mistakes you make today, mm-hmm. you know, help you to be a different person tomorrow and who you surround yourself. So, I would um, yourself with. I mean, I, I mean, I do apologize for some of the stupid, you know, boyish mistakes that I made to the one we that got away. Those, yeah. You know, you know what I mean. You don't wanna, you don't wanna, but because also you don't wanna like, you know, keep. Grudges are not good, you know. So you wanna you wanna know that, you know, even your your exes still feel like you are a good person, you know. You, you contributed something positive. To you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so yeah, I man. I don't I don't regret. I just feel like, you know, I'll take those lessons, yeah, um, into the future. So, 
whoever's gonna be with me in the future is one lucky woman, man. How would you like <laughs> to be remembered as uh, Donald and as a man? Yeah, as a man to my family, to you know my kids um, that I don't have yet. Uh, just to make that clear, <laughs> um, I want to be remembered as a dignified man, man. You know, man with dignity, man with class. A man with a lot of positivity, a man who was not scared to go for his dreams. Um, but as an artist, I, w- I would like to be remembered as a legend. You know, I do want that legendary status, man. I don't just want to do this thing until you know, like now, and then that's it. You know, move on to something else. No, music for me is my calling. It's the reason why. That's why I I couldn't become a professional soccer player it's because music is is beyond just being a talent. It's mm. a calling. Yeah. Donald, thank you very much and good luck uh, in your future endeavors. My brother O'Neill, thank you so much for having me. I'm gonna be at that show. Yes, you are. You have to attend that show. Definitely. Just make sure you bring your other half. Um, I know you have one. I'm coming to find one there. Because there will be quite a lot, brother. Trust me. I'm, 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 you know what? I'm expecting about eighty percent females and twenty percent, you know, the, the boyfriends, the one who, the ones who just don't want to let them <laughs> do go. Do they out hate on, on you own. though? The boyfriends. No, no, they do. They do all the time. But I'm, but I don't hate on them back, man. I love them because I'm not, I'm not trying to get take their girls. I'm trying to make their girls happy for that moment. So that they can flourish. I don't know what's wrong with these guys, man. <laughs> Donald, ladies and gentlemen, and we're playing out with uh, a song by Donald featuring Boosie. Let it burn. We out of here. I'm back again next week, Friday. Thank you very much uh, to my producers and all my guests. Rather, my guest who came in earlier on, Gabriel. Big up yourselves. So i catch you guys on social media. Revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.